0: Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado avalanche. As always, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. And on today's episode, uh, Abs in Action against the St. Louis Blues, the undefeated St. Louis Blues. So uh, a, a big game to say the least. And, you know, we keep saying this, is it, a must win game for the Abs, and I think it's the same mantra. It's not a must win in terms of defining the season but it's a must win for this team to get on track. So uh, I got a couple things written down here some are, are for immediacy like tonight against St. Louis and maybe some others are for maybe a little bit longer term but not that far in the future. Everything is more or less for the here and now so and uh, a couple other things to get to as well but first thing sir, first follow the show on social media outlets lopn underscore avalanche on twitter locked on avalanche on instagram instagram questions comments concerns opinions go to lockedonavalanche at gmail.com and subscribe to the show's youtube channel let's go to youtube search locked on avalanche hit the subscribe button And get notified whenever a new show goes live. All right. So for now, the the interesting thing with the Jack Johnson scenario, the Department of Player Safety has not come out and said they are going to speak with him. They're going to, well, they, they reviewed it, I'm sure but nothing else has come out of it to make you think that there is any more punishment coming for Jack Johnson and there shouldn't be. But the interesting side of this is if he did something so egregious to be removed and kicked out of the game, wouldn't that warrant department of player safety getting involved And what he did was to another player. So his his act was what Toronto was uh, looking into was that he did something to, uh, in a sense, try to harm another player. Why else would he get kicked out? And then Department of Player Safety is coming in and saying, or they haven't said anything. And by now they would have. They absolutely would have by now. So for, for nothing else to come of this just continues to make this entire situation baffling beyond what Jack Johnson did in just in general with the NHL, how they handle punishments and suspensions is literally a crapshoot. Nobody has any idea. And why don't we get that? Why don't we get a reason, an explanation why there is no further punishment into this rather than just radio silence. You know, sometimes they they'll come out and say like, yeah, we reviewed it and there's not gonna be any more punishment. I guess that's something. But for this, we get absolutely nothing so far. I, I can't imagine that if it goes another day that they would bring this up because they're usually pretty quick to tell you we are going to look into this further. We have a a meeting lined up with said player. We haven't heard any of that from Jack Johnson, from what Jack Johnson did really didn't do or his hockey move that he made. Uh, It's, it's just another word that just the, uh, there's no cohesion between what's going on on the ice and department of player safety and the information given and why they rule the way that they do. It's just, it continues to be baffling. And if nothing happened, if, if, if he got kicked out of a game, you would think there'd be some kind of supplemental punishment, but there's not, and we don't know why there's not. So are you in a sense saying what he did on the ice wasn't as bad as the result that they gave him a game misconduct? Yeah, I think that's what they're saying. So maybe they don't want to say anything because then they look stupid Anyway, uh, Johnson should be on the ice tonight in St. Louis, and he has looked good. He's looked good, and it's amazing how when the the Az brought him in on a PTO, nobody really thought much of it. And now he's kind of a player—not that you're relying on—but you feel pretty comfortable with him being on the blue line for the you know the handful of minutes that he plays. Um, you know that you know so far he's been good. But the abs need to make some changes here in the short term. And, you know, like I said, there's a couple that I have written down that I feel like just need to be made some, like I said, immediate, some maybe down the road, but, but very soon. So one of them is they have to redesign this power play. It, They have done the same play for way too long now. Everybody knows the drop back pass to Nathan McKinnon is coming. And I think the avalanche had the mindset of, you know, it's coming, try and stop it. And that works for a little while. It's almost like, you know, Michael Jordan, like, you know what Jordan's going to do, try to stop it. You couldn't stop it for the entirety of his career. You know, it's a different animal right now in hockey. Uh, And and teams can prepare better when they know what is coming. They know a drop back pass to Nathan McKinnon is coming. It's not any secret. And I think the avalanche need to get out of the mindset of, like I said, try and stop it. They're stopping it. The abs, so many times are struggling to get into the offensive zone on a power play. And set anything up. So that needs to change, I think, first and foremost. I'm not saying abandon that play, but have more tools in your arsenal. Have the other team not knowing what's coming. And they did it in the game against Vegas. The very first power play, the very first uh, transition up the ice, Nathan McKinnon was almost leading the charge. He circled around and he gunned it for the offensive zone while kale mccarr brought the puck in and vegas wasn't prepared for that at all because they've not done anything like that in the past probably two years and that was the one and only time i think i don't remember them ever doing it again that they did that everything else was the drop back pass the dump pass So why they never went back to that, and you could tell that was sad. You could tell. Because they they could have easily done what they always do with the, you know, the the drop back pass, but they didn't. It wasn't like things got out of whack and McKinnon just went up ice and and McCarr followed him. That was that was designed that way. Why they didn't go back to it, I don't know. So do things like that. Keep the other team guessing. Get out of the mindset of just try and stop it. Because they are the uh, and You're going into St. Louis. They have the number one penalty kill in the league right now. They are absolutely prepared for it. So you have to come up with something different, and not just for this game, for the entirety of the season. I think, I mean, they're professionals. They they can come up with with different modes to get the puck into the offensive zone, but it's a struggle. Unless the Avs, something happens where there's a, a, during the penalty kill, or excuse me, during the power play where the puck is, uh, there's a face-off in their offensive zone. Yeah, I don't have confidence that they're going to be able to get into the offensive zone clean. It's a struggle right now. It's an absolute struggle. Um, I think, I think you need to bring Alex Newhook back in here. Uh, he, he is, I, I, I don't watch a ton of the Eagles games. I, I try to watch where I can. I, I will watch some highlights, but yeah, um, from all accounts, he is a man um, amongst boys in the AHL. Bring him up. Let him essentially learn on the job. Work with him. If you got to put him on the fourth line, put him on the fourth line. But let him develop. And um, you know, there's some players. Yeah, you let them develop down in the in the AHL. Bring him up when it's necessary. Bring him up now. And let him develop, because you know his future is with the Abs. Why wait? Look what they did with Tyson Jost. They let him develop over the course of years. I, I I just feel like you know he's a part of your future. Bring him up now. Let him learn the hard way. And stop bring in, making these moves to bring up guys that you know are only there to hold a spot for somebody else or whatever the case may be. I, I think it's 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 time right now to stop just mixing and matching and piecing in guys where you you think it, it suits you. Sometimes that works, and when you're in a good position, you can do that. Maybe later in the season, you can do that to bring up a guy to see how he's doing, or you can you can do you can do these individual uh, you know puzzle pieces and jigsaw puzzles later on. Right now, get the guys up on the team that you know are going to be there. And Alex Newhook is definitely that guy for me. Uh, Maybe a guy that they need to not have on the ice so much. We'll talk about him in a second, but first we're going to hear from betonline.ag. And we are back and better than ever with an all-new NBA season. So we have more prop bets, odds, and lines than ever before Bet online. It remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop and mobile device website and sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, the World Series, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. It's where the game starts. That is betonline.ag. All right. Yeah. Uh, I was willing to give Curtis McDermott a shot when they acquired him. Uh, didn't know a ton about him. Uh, but you look at his metrics, big dude. You kind of welcome that if you were the Avalanche heading into the season. Uh, I've seen enough. I have seen enough to know that I've seen too much. I think that is a lyric somewhere that I can't remember what it is, but um, he he's just, if you saw something where he laid a lick on a guy, you're like, that's what we need more of. And you can work with that. Okay. It's not there people. And I don't know why this is the biggest guy. I've ever seen that doesn't want to hit people and doesn't want to throw his weight around. So I think the Curtis McDermott experience experiment needs to, the door needs to be shut. The book needs to be shut on that. And again, this is another thing where you bring up a guy that you know what you have, at least for the most part. And that's for right now, Jacob McDonald, you ha- like he, he worked his butt off last year. And to, you know, I I think I would guess he'll be in against St. Louis. I don't know. They cannot put Curtis McDermott out there. It, It, the, the liability is off the charts. And I think the way that he didn't play against Vegas might speak to Bednar thinking the same thing. I think he only had seven minutes and change of ice time and none of it. Or very little of it was coming in the third period. I don't know what his minutes were in the third period, if any. But uh, it was it was very, very low. So they might be on the same uh, mindset with that of we can't we can't do this anymore with this guy. At least not right now. We we need our defenders to defend. And he's not even doing that. I don't know what he's doing. He's just a body out there. That that's all he is is just a body out there. He's taking up ice. Get Jacob McDonald in there for now. You know what you have with him. He's a great skater. He he is not shy offensively, so you he might get a little bit of offensive punch with him in there, and he's a good defender. That's what you need. Put him in. And while we're on the topic of, of defenders, keep Kale McCarr and Bowen Byram together forever. <laughs> Even when Taves comes back. I think it has been said that Taves likely won't play against St. Louis. And I think Gerard is up in the air. I don't know if he I I, I read somewhere and I wish I you know wrote it down on, on where I saw it, but I don't think he is he's gonna I don't think Gerard is gonna be there for mm, trying to find it, but I don't I don't see anything. Um let's just assume he's not there. If he's not there you, you got to play Jacob McDonald. You have to. Because the, the liability factor with McDermott is off the charts. And you need this game. You need this game. And St. Louis can score. They're the number one scoring team in the league right now. I know it's an early season. But they can score. And they're putting Tarasenko on the third line. So you're going to have your hands full for that game. Um. But yeah, I mean, with, with, with Makar and Byram, they have been so exciting to watch. And you, and Makar is getting better every single game. He's, he's, he's shedding that rust that he did not have from the preseason. So him and Byram, who's just electric. I mean, that starting five is just crazy. Your big three and then Makar and Byram to start a game. Man. I will I will take that action all day long, and you can always change it. You can always if things aren't going the way that they they are go for, going for a specific game. You can and this is when Taves comes back. You can always put Taves back because you know Taves and 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 McCarr are good together, and I think it's also beneficial for Taves to not just get thrown in on that that top pairing right off the bat when he comes back because he's gonna have Kael Macar mode in that he he needs to have, get a few games under his belt before we really see the true Devon Taves. So it would be beneficial for him to go on that second pairing with, uh, it doesn't matter to me who you want to put him on there with. If you want to keep the Johnson boys together and put him with Gerard, that's fine. Or if you want to put Johnson in the second line, it uh, doesn't matter. That's the beauty of, the, of when your defense is all healthy and all good. That's the beauty of it. You can mix and match these guys. But right now, uh, McCarr and, and, and Byram are your best defenders, hands down. So keeping them together, I think, is uh, is, ben- is would be beneficial. And uh, you, you would think that they're, you know, you, you ride the hot hand. You know what I mean? Like with, with any sport, with basketball, you, you, you ride the shooter who's hot. Um, even in hockey, with goalies, sometimes a backup goalie gets hot. You leave them in leave him in. So I think, you know, with that tandem between McCarr and Byram, um, they're, they're, I don't know if you saw on, uh, Twitter, when I put up the, the Corsi scores and the, and the Fenwick scores for them, they're around 75%. Not for McCarr. It was for, uh, Byram for Rantanen and for McKinnon. That's crazy to have that much of a percentage. And if you're not familiar with those stats, the long and the short of it is the higher your percentages, the more your team is taking shots. Doesn't matter what they are, doesn't matter if they're on goal, if they're blocked, or if they're just shot towards the net and they miss. Uh, all of that is calculated. If your number is 75%, that means 75% of the shots that are taken when you're on the ice are towards your opponent's net. The problem is the other guys were at like 35% or you know, 40%. You want to be around 50%. Uh, but when you're 70 to 75%, you're, you're making offense, you're, 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 you know, your team is, is projecting offense. So that was just crazy. You don't see that a ton for that many guys to be in the, you know, 75% range of Corsi and Fenwick crazy. So, um, and I think, a couple other ones are maybe me just preaching and being coach. <laughs> so um, we'll get to that in, in a quick second. But first, we're going to hear from rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating and questioning And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brands that their warehouse happens to carry. Well, you can save time and money when you use rockauto.com. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain or car dealership? It's a family-run business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. They have everything that you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, and motor oil to even new carpet. So go explore their easy-to-use website website. And find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And write Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box. So they know that we sent you to them. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right. So the the, the past couple ones are just. Ha- just, just, just play better. <laughs> and one of those things is. And I mentioned it yesterday was seeing uh, the first 10 minutes of that first game against Chicago. J- and, and I hate I, I, I'm not trying to yell, shoot, but just ple- just throw pucks on net. Just do that. Just don't look for the pretty play and the pretty pass and the pretty goal. Get ugly. Just throw pucks on net and see what happens. Have guys in front, have guys be positioned. I have I haven't seen Gabe Landeskog do his, you know, his dirty work in front of the net in a, in a while. And that's his game. He's always camped in front of the net. And he can't even do it on a power play cuz they can't even set up the power play. So please just if you have a lane, shoot through it. Because in the league, in this league, lanes close up quickly. If you have a shooting lane, just get a good shot on net. Even if you have a, the slightest sliver that you think you can at least get it through, not necessarily that you're going to score on it. It's a low chance goal. Just shoot it on net. You never know what's going to happen. And the abs aren't doing that. They're not getting these cleanup goals where, where anything can happen. So they're 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 trying to take the perfect shot. And even when they are taking a shot that's a, a high chance, it's sailing over the net. So and and on top of that, the effort level from the opening puck drop needs to be off the charts. How you know how any team plays with within the last five minutes, if they're down by one and the goalie's pulled and they are buzzing around, active sticks active skates abs need to be that way in the first five minutes of the game they are so flat coming out of the gate it's it's tough to watch sometimes not sometimes it's tough to watch they from the opening puck drop they need to be buzzing around like this is the last game of the season and you know you might not get anything out of that you might not score a goal or anything but that will set the tone for both teams for your team saying this is how we got to come out and for their team to say like, all right, they mean business today, but you can't come out with this just lethargic, like, eh, we'll, we'll slowly work our way into the game. It just seems like that's what they're doing. So, uh, the, the, you know, the effort starts to improve as the game goes on. And I just would like to see the effort be there the entirety of the game. So, uh, we'll see. I mean, they have to two and four. You do not want to go two and five. <laughs> Obviously, you don't want to go two and five because you know there's questions already, which I don't. They're not really warranted. You lose another one, and you're at two and five. Every time that you you just struggle to get a win, uh, the questions are going to keep piling up and piling up and piling up. And I know they don't. You know they'll say all the right things that it's still early in the season and we're not listening to the chirping from the outside, and, and all that might be true. But you know, to to build morale, to feel good about your performance, uh, the Jets can't feel good about their performances. Not only that they're they're on the losing end, but just they're out there kind of just going through the motions. So, um, yeah, because like I said, with Seattle, they they're hot. They are hot. Um, the where are they here? Um, and they they haven't scored less than three goals in a game and they've done that twice, but they've scored seven granted that was against the Kings who are a better team. They did score seven against the coyotes. Okay. Um, and I think, what? yeah, was it five to three that we lost to them? So, but they're averaging five goals a game. They're only giving up 2.2 per game. That is fourth best. Their power play is 37 and a half percent. That is second best. And their penalty kill is basically 94%, which is number one. There's not going to be an easy game right now. And and St. Louis is, uh, you know, how we remembered what Vegas did to us last year and didn't do anything about it. Um, St. Louis, all of last year, underachieved. And they are ready and ready for action. They want to keep this undefeated streak going. They want to distance themselves as much as they can because they know that you're going to be back in, in the thick of it at some point. But if they can get two points on you, clearly they want to do that and expand their lead while they can. So we'll see. Um, I'm expecting a much better effort from the abs. They have to. And it'd be interesting to see if McDermott is in there. If he is, you might see some riots in the streets. Um, and I, I I would love to see McDonald get in, get, get in there because he was fun to watch last year. Um we'll see. We'll pay attention during the during the day and see what um the lines are. So and that will be it for everything today, ladies and gentlemen. So uh tune in to the game tonight. Hopefully we'll be talking about an avalanche victory. <laughs> and I say that and take a deep breath because uh it, it's not guaranteed. Well, nothing is guaranteed in this league. parody is is too good. Um, but when you're going up against the number one team, well, I don't want to say number one team, the division leader right now, you better bring your A game because you know that they are. So, all right. Thank you everybody for tuning in. It is always a pleasure and thank you for making this your first listen today. Definitely head over to Lockdown NHL, which I will be hosting that as well with Gil Martin from Lockdown Islanders and we have this week's power rankings so head on over there to make that your second listen of the day and see where the abs stack up and anybody else that you might follow So thank you everybody for tuning in it's always appreciated and we'll see you guys tomorrow hopefully discussing an avalanche win have a good one go abs go